We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. There's been a lot of talks, a lot of smoke around Stephon Gilmore to the Indianapolis Colts. He had a visit yesterday to Indianapolis. There's been some reports out. Right, right now, Derek, there's no deal in place, but it seems like both sides are very interested in each other, and we don't know what that contract's going to look like. Probably going to cost a hefty price. You know, Jim Irsay talked about it a couple weeks ago about how the Colts could potentially be looking to add one more veteran guy. I know a lot of people talked about potentially the Honey Badger, but it seems like the Colts are moved off of that, you know, and they they signed Rodney McLeod. So they've got depth at safety now. So now the attention turns to Gilmore potentially as an Indianapolis Colt. I know, Derek, you did a quick video on him yesterday, but I thought we could talk a little bit more depth, kind of have a good conversation about this question. All right, so say the Indianapolis Colts bring in Stephon Gilmore on a one- to two-year deal, something along those lines. Would he potentially be – the missing piece for this defense because the Colts lost a few guys on in their secondary, specifically at the cornerback position. They obviously traded away Rocky Seen, got Yannick Ngakwe out of that trade, and then also Xavier Rhodes has not re-signed at this point. It's kind of looking like that ship maybe has sailed as well. But if the Colts were able to get Stephon Gilmore on their roster as their true number one corner, would he potentially be the missing piece for this defense who – Showed some flashes last year, but they were very inconsistent at times, right? Could he potentially be the missing link here for this team, for this defense, to potentially take it up a notch and be one of the top defenses in the league? What are your thoughts, first off, on Stephon Gilmore as a player, and then the answer to that question? Well, I mean, Stephon Gilmore as the player, I mean, it's no wonder he was one of the most highly regarded free agents in the entire market and still is. You know, he's even though he's getting up there in age, you know, you still know that this guy, when he is healthy, he can play, you know, and that's why the market value for him is still so high because you know, when he is on the field, he is a very good corner despite his age and some of the other things that go into it. But in regards to the actual question, um, is he the missing link? I don't believe he's the missing link, but when you look at a, guy like Stefan Gilmore, who is basically a, a more or less a man to man shutdown corner. You know, that's something that the Colts have not really had since dare I say, like 
Vontae Davis like five, yeah. six years ago. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's been a while since the Colts had a guy and Vontae, Vontae never actually stayed that way for us for very long, but he had that one good season. I think it was 2016 or 17 or whatever. But either way, uh, he had that one good year where he was shutting down everybody, you know, yep. and that's something that a Stephon Gilmore can do for you. Now, granted, you know, again, he's on the back end of his career and, you know, he had injuries last year over the last two seasons. He's really kind of had a few injuries here and there, but you know, you and I were talking about it right beforehand that, you know, the Colts still see him as a great high upside. You know, the injury concern really doesn't seem to bother them a whole lot, uh, at least not right now. And you know, again, if the Colts were to give him a contract, I would imagine they give him a lot of the contract up front. So that way, in case they decide to back out of it the next year, it wouldn't be much, uh, it wouldn't be harder for them. But again, just to be able, and, and especially since, you know, you're going to have a bunch of young guys in there, you know, Stefan would be, you know, the veteran of the group basically, because he'd be the oldest, one of the oldest ones in there. But again, a guy that really knows his stuff, a guy that was a, in the same boat as Xavier Rhodes in 2017, you now get what Stephon Gilmore was in 2019. All all pro defensive player of the year, six interceptions, locked down everything. You know, I mean, and Xavier Rhodes did a really good job coming in as we when we picked him up and filling that spot in on that one side and that zone coverage scheme. I just think now with a guy like Stephon Gilmore who's physical you know, can play that man to man. If you choose to go that route, you know, it's really nice to see that kind of guy go in there. And even if he's not the same player that he was in 2019, you still think that even if the guy stays healthy, he's still better than most of the options you have out on the board right now. Right. And also being able to work with Ron Miles, who has worked with a ton of guys, right? I think that could even help. It seems like the Colts typically, and I know they have a different defensive coaching staff, but they've been able to get the best out of players, right? Especially at DB. They've been able to get the best out of guys like, you know, Isaiah Rogers last year, Rocky Sen last year, even Kenny Moore, you know, Corey Willis, Julian Blackman, all those guys, you know, they've been able to get a lot out of them. So I think for me, yeah, it's just about getting him back to, you know, that number one corner, you know, look, he only started in, I think, three games last year for the Panthers. It's kind of puzzling how they used him and kind of spot duty. Yeah. And he was only a couple of years removed from being one of, one of the best, if not the best corner in all of football. So I think, Derek, for me, you know, you talked about the veteran presence. Um, I think that'll go a long way, you know, for a guy like Isaiah Rogers, especially. And if you do draft another corner, maybe, you know, in the mid to later rounds or something like that, um, I think that'll just go a long way. Um, kind of like what we were saying for the Xavier Rhodes, a guy that's been there, a guy that's done that, um, and especially a guy that was the defensive player of the year. Like Xavier Rhodes was a good corner, but he was never to that level yeah. that Stefan Gilmore has been, let's be completely honest. And I still think he's got some left in the tank. I mean, he's only 31. He'll be 32, you know, come September. So I think he still has a couple of years left. Yeah. To me, Derek, I could really see the Colts kind of doing a similar route to what they did with Justin Houston a couple of years ago. You know, he's about the same age as Stephon Gilmore is now. They signed him to a two-year deal. Like you said, front load that contract a ton. Um, and then, you know, if he is healthy, I do think the Colts feel like, I think a lot of people feel like, he can still ball, you know, he can still really help you out. Yeah. Even if it is like a one year rental kind of thing, you push back cornerback and, you know, another year to, to address it long term. Right. right. 
at the worst. Um, and, you know, you get another year of Isaiah Rogers growing. Maybe you draft a corner like I talked about. And and also, if Stephon Gilmore is injured, you still have uh, some depth. Like Brandon Faison can still play ball for you. I mean, he did last year for the Raiders. So, uh, But I think the cool thing is, Derek, that if you signed a Stephon Gilmore, every area of your defense, every phase, you have three phases, right? You have defensive line. You have an all-pro type of player in DeForest Buckner. You know you have a you have a Pro Bowl guy in, in Yannick Ngakwe. You have Darius Leonard, who is an all-pro player, and then in your secondary, right now you have a Pro Bowler in Kenny Moore. He's really the only one that's really done much in terms of accolades at this point, right? Um, but if you get an all-pro guy, I think for me, when I talk about missing piece, I think he is the missing piece for this defense because now you figured out pass rush. You got a pass rush, hopefully. You, you already know your linebackers. You know your safeties if Julian Blackman does come healthy, and you you have Rodney McLeod for that very reason as well. You just don't have a number one corner right now. You don't. I mean, we can say potentially Isaiah Rodgers, potentially Brandon Faison, but you don't really have that legitimate guy right now. So I would look at it as a huge win if the, the Colts were able to get a stud pass rusher and then get a stud corner on top of that, right? Yeah. It's like they, they, they created a need for themselves when they traded away Rock, but then they fill it with Stephon Gilmore. It would just be a huge win for me. And you talk about that all-chips-in mantra, I mean, for the defensive side, this would be screaming that. You know, like, the Colts feel like their defense is only a few key players away from potentially competing, you know, being legitimately a top Yeah, being with that top five to ten defenses in the league, you know. I mean, and and if there was one guy at this point in the whole – off season that you were going to spend just a little bit extra just to try to see if it does set your defense over the edge. It's Stefan Gilmore. I mean, again, you and I, I think have slightly different opinions on missing piece sort of thing as in like, you know, missing piece for you is more of the guy that's going to plug in right away, make the immediate impact. For me, I think of missing piece as, you know, the deep, the piece that's going to set the defense over the edge and it could be the long-term solution as well. But again, the only problem I have with Stephon Gilmore is the fact that he's played 19 games in the last two seasons. It's the only problem I have. Only one. I don't doubt his playing ability. I don't doubt his leadership. I don't doubt the player he is. I just doubt a little bit on the health problem. It's the only thing I have a problem with right now. But again, I love his play. I think he would definitely make this defense that much better right away. Uh, I mean, again, it would be great to have, you know, even if he never gets back to that level again, you know, still to have a guy that is still very well respected by any quarterback and deep and offensive uh, minded coach in the NFL knows who the hell Stephon Gilmore is. So <laughs> you got to. Yeah, so that immediately gets teams guessing and that alone, is enough to say every Sunday you're going in with a little bit extra chip. Now you know you got a little extra chip there on the side that says, okay, they may try to go away from Stefan a little bit now. Now let's try to focus on getting Isaiah Rogers in place and Kenny Moore in place. Let's try to work on those guys because we don't have to worry too much about Stefan. You don't have to worry about Stefan because Stefan knows what he's doing. He gets a little bit of time in to work with the scheme. That's not going to hurt. He's going to figure that out very quickly, but it's dealing with those other guys now because now you know they're going to try to attack Kenny Moore and Isaiah Rogers and then being able to diverse a different scheme that way. So again, I love the idea. I don't see why so many people are so opposed to the idea of that. 
Uh, maybe it's just the price tag. I don't know why. I mean, people were what? I don't, I don't know if people really do think that Stefan Gilmore is about to fall off the cliff altogether. Uh, I mean, guys, he played in eight games last season and had two interceptions. I mean, he yeah, had, he, made the he played in 11 games the year prior and only had one. So, I mean, you know, Stefan Gilmore, when he's on the field, you know, he, he still balls. So and people don't throw it his way because they know the type of player. Yeah, exactly. He is. They tried to do that in 2019 and look at what happened to him. Ended up, yeah. ended up with uh, six interceptions. So again, I don't, I don't know how anyone can doubt this guy's ability. And I don't know how anyone can talk about price of all things when we're, when we are sitting at top of cap right now and there's plenty of ways to make uh, moves right here. I just think, yeah, if you want to make a big splash before the draft and you want to get the guy that's going to immediately set your team apart in some way, adding Stephon Gilmore could definitely be that thing. And you don't even need the, you know, you'd obviously love to have the defensive player of the year, Stephon Gilmore, but you, if he could replicate what a Xavier Rhodes did a couple years ago, you'd sign up for that all day long, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. You just need a the guy that's a legitimate number one that can shut down number one receivers. Because look at the guys the Colts are going to play this season. I mean, th that even shows you more how important it is that they get a guy like Stephon Gilmore who can line up against uh, Devontae Adams of the world, the A.J. Browns of the world, you know, those type of guys. I mean, that AFC West is just wild right now, and, and the Colts have a few decent receivers in their own division that they have to watch out for. So, um yeah, it's going to be interesting, but you mentioned the draft. I think one thing that this move would do, Derek, is I think right now we can all agree wide receivers, number one, the number one need, but I think you could argue without Stefan Gilmore, this cornerback group, it's probably right there at number two or number three for need right now. Mm -hmm. um, so it would eliminate a need. You need to potentially, you only have three picks within the first four rounds this year. So picks are at a premium, especially this year. It would allow you, Derek, to really go all in on the offense in the draft. It really would. You could go wide receiver. You could figure out potentially left tackle. You could potentially draft a tight end. And you don't really have to touch the defense outside of maybe a few more depth signings at, at different positions. The defense, to me, if you sign Stephon Gilmore, uh, you know, contingent on him being healthy, of course, you don't have to touch that defense, really, in my opinion. You can focus all in on getting Matt Ryan protection, getting him weapons. And I think that's what you need to do. I think it makes a ton of sense from all those standpoints. It might cost a little bit, but you have the money. I mean, the guy that they just had with the next pick yesterday and the capologist guy was saying, he said, you can manipulate the cap however you want. You can always make it work. Yes. If you really want to make it work. Yes. And, and, and it's just like, yeah. for the love of God, we've been saying it all off season, man. We've been saying it all off season for the Colts to do something. With this cap situation, just one move. This is it. This is the only one I'll ask. Any more the rest of the, the offseason, I don't give a damn about. I would just like to have Stephon Gilmore. I've been saying it since February. I would, I, I'm saying it now. I would love to have Stephon Gilmore on this roster. Again, don't think he's the long-term missing piece, but if you're looking at, if you really think your defense is fringe top 10, and can really do some damage, adding a, a really good corner like Stephon Gilmore can really make it that much better. Yeah. 
Were you surprised when you saw that the Colts actually hosted him on a visit and how interested they are based off of their really lack of activity outside of the couple trades? I was a little surprised that they, that Ursay sent the jet, you know, to go yeah. and pick him up and, you know, hosted him uh, very much like they did. I mean, I, I definitely knew that they would, they would be in touch with him. I mean, they'd be, they'd be stupid not to, but I just kind of figured, you know, there would have been something else to it by now. But I mean, I hope the reports are right that, you know, things went really well with them. Uh, and I hope that, you know, we get to see a deal done soon. I really hope. Yeah, it seems like from what I've heard uh, from Zach Kiefer and, you know, all that stuff, it seems like the Colts are determined to get a deal done. That's what all indications have said. Again, if it doesn't happen, don't blame me. Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> That's just what has been reported and what we're reporting on here. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like both sides are very interested. And it's funny because how quickly will all those people who say, Borgen, Ben, Balor, blah, 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 <laughs> will shut their mouths. Yeah, the I know. <laughs> they're, they're already, that's what, I've seen some people in the comments say that same thing. That I've literally seen people say that where there it, it would be just another bargain move. Like, what do you mean? Like, what is it? Like, <laughs> this is the this is the chips in motto that y'all were yeah. y'all were grasping onto back in uh, January for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. But it's so weird how like people have been conditioned now to tell themselves it won't happen. It won't happen. Like it's ridiculous. Actually, it's kind of sad a little bit because I'm like. Can't you people just like get excited about something like this is exciting, man, like to potentially get a legit shutdown corner. I know there's questions, but like it's exciting, man, because like you really are getting some really impact players on that defensive side this year. You know, if you do bring him in, you're you're getting one of the top pass rushers and you're getting one of the top corners. And to me, that's huge, man. Those are those are some of your biggest needs this year. So. I don't know. I'm just really excited about the potential of this happening. And it seems like this, this visit seems so different. You talked about the jet, right? Yeah. It seems a little bit different than maybe some of the other visits. Like you don't typically pick up a guy in a private jet. Yeah. If, if you ain't trying to impress him a little bit, you know, you, you, exactly. you, yeah. Or say sending him in in style, you know, and, uh, and Pat McAfee going on Twitter saying, Hey, don't worry about this weather. Uh, it's normally 70 and sunny in uh, Indianapolis all year, all summer oh, yeah. long. So don't worry about that. Well, um, the, to be fair, the man played in Buffalo and new England, so he shouldn't be complaining. Yeah, he, he, he doesn't, that. he wouldn't complain. Yeah. He, he's been in some pretty cold places. So yeah, I don't think there'll, that'll be a problem for him. And, I'm sure they probably mentioned that, oh yeah, we're in a dome by the way. So you don't, uh, about 70% of the year, you don't have to worry about playing outside. So (laughs) yeah, exactly. Exactly. But all right, guys, well, that'll do it for our conversation around Stefan Gilmore. Is he the missing piece for Indianapolis? Obviously not the long term, but is he a short term piece? I think he is. Let me know what you guys think in the comments below. That'll do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Obviously, keep it here. We'll keep you updated if slash when a deal does happen with Stefan Gilmore. Crossing our fingers that it does, because that would be a huge addition to this team. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. And as always, guys, go Colts. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. 
Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.